you, I imagine, are a man who is in very high demand <laughs> at the moment, given everything that's going on. And I suppose there's two particular topics that I want to talk to you about um, this afternoon. Um, the first one, look, this this HSE cyber attack, um, we're, we're hearing, I suppose, bits and bits more of information. Um, we, we heard last week that the that the crypto key was, was kind of handed back, but now we're hearing that a lot more of those that information is going to be uploaded and I suppose tell us a little bit about where we are at the moment and kind of with that information that that's, um, this this organisation in Russia have like what kind of practical use will they be able to have to try and elicit some sort of um, a bounty off the Irish government? Yeah well we're assuming that the cr- criminal ransomware gang have indeed stolen that information because HSE and government authorities have told us to expect as much. Um, We're not aware that any of it has started to be shared or leaked yet online on the dark web. That is the threat. Um, If they do have it, it is expected that they will leak it. But again, that is a big if. And you might hear people saying that uh, they know somebody or their brother or their cousin's sister, um, you know, got a call or a text from somebody claiming to have their medical information. That, As far as we know, it hasn't been shared yet, but there has been and there will be an uptick in the normal low-level garden variety scam calls and texts that you get, that we're all getting at the moment anyway, and we have been getting for the last year or two, because what will happen is uh, those low-level gangs will... Uh, just use the information of the HSC cyber attack and then claim that they have your medical data and they'll try to target you uh, that way. In terms of restoring the systems themselves, the HSC's latest is that it's a slow process. It's going to take another while. They do have a decryption key, but they're essentially rebuilding the systems from backups. Um, so, and we, we heard yesterday, I just ha- saw a little bit on it, um, the, uh, the, I don't know what you call it, but there was a meeting um, yesterday, uh, be it virtually, um, about the the current um, HSE systems. Um, and there was a call for uh, as a chief executive of, of the cybersecurity branch of the Irish government to be earning somewhere between 220 and 290,000 euro, I think, plus uh, an extra six-figure sum and benefits um is this a case of of resources or is it like are, are we talking about putting resources in the right places when we're talking about trying to hire somebody for that amount of money or is it a case of just really a, a department as a whole being underfunded over the past number of years you're talking about two things the, the role and the job that you're talking about there is the director of the national cyber security center which at the moment is vacant and has been vacant for over a year salary advertised for that role is €89,000, which to most people is a decent salary. Um, It is a very good salary. For somebody who is skilled and an expert in that area and overseeing an organization with that kind of responsibility, it will be a very low salary. So that's where that call for a 200 grand salary um, comes from. But that still will only be a, a symbolic thing because Really, what the Irish state needs to do is to go back to the drawing board and really ask hard and honest questions of ourselves as to what we consider defence to be. And in general, um, I was writing on Sunday that in the Sunday Independent that 
culturally and historically, our attitude to, to defence has been that it's something that's for bigger countries, not so much for us, that will generally be defended by other countries uh, if and when the time comes. That's probably still true for physical military interventions, but it's just not true in uh, cyber warfare or uh, cyber security when criminal gangs are involved. So we're going to have to ask ourselves some hard questions. And I don't just mean, you know, uh, an elite few in government. I actually mean... uh, uh, you and me and, mm. uh, and and people in Irish society in general, we do actually have to ask a cold, hard question um, about whether or not we're willing to up our game when it comes to, to defence in general. And uh, if we don't do that, we won't be at the race. When you say up our game and I suppose personal responsibility, does that mean in terms of we need to better educate ourselves or does that mean that we need to kind of accept that there might be a limitation on the freedom that we have with our devices online in order to to keep us protected? Uh, No, well, I mean, I think anyone in any country in any situation would be well advised to watch, uh, to to be mindful and careful about what you click or tap on your phone or your email or your computer. Um, So there is a personal responsibility element. What I really mean is that when a cyber attack like the HSE one happens, um, the response to it in a country like the UK or France or the US tends to happen within hours. Within hours, there will be hundreds of people, experts in their field, who will be across the area, who will um, be scouring the dark web, who will have their own sources in terms of who might be responsible, who will have liaisons and connections with other with intelligence agencies, etc., we just don't have that because we're not set up like that. We, we we regard that kind of thing as being for a military country and that we aren't a military country. That's fine, but this is what we get. We we, we get uh, we have a much slower um, uh, response time. We're much more vulnerable. We're much more likely to suffer prolonged damage from a cyber attack. I mean, that's if if that's the trade off then that's a trade-off. But we, we need to be honest about that. Mm. And, and I suppose, if, you know, the, one of the main questions that a number of people have repeated to me over the last couple of days is, you know, how many health services have been targeted before this? And I suppose you'd imagine a, a very organised professional criminal organisation like that will have done their research and will know will have known going into it that a country like ours was probably very susceptible to an attack like this. They may have. It, it may also be the case that they just were fishing around to see which organization or which company or which institution let their malware in and they took it from there. I mean, there was some suggestion in the early stages that they weren't fully aware that the HSE was a national public organization and that um, so the chances actually of them being paid a ransom were actually less. Um, the normally when uh, a hospital or a health institution is targeted, it's a private organization. So that would be typical in the US, for example. And they will often pay a ransom of a million or a couple of million euro because they're private companies, they're private organizations. Um, it's a very different scenario for, you know, the HSE or the NHS or some European um, health uh, organization. So it's actually slightly more likely that if they had, uh, if they could pick and choose their targets, they probably wouldn't pick an organisation like the HSE, because now that the government says they won't pay the ransom, they haven't paid the ransom. 
it kind of weakens their position, mm. uh, the hackers' position. It doesn't. It makes them look not quite as strong. So overall, it's been a bad day of the office for them. Um, I would argue. I imagine when you say a bad day of the office, we're talking like you know Joker style, kind of like you know uh, dark well, clouds, lightning raining down, you know, big dark uh, yeah, well, they're, towers. They're, <laughs> I mean, they're quite professional. Yeah, they're quite professional in terms of organizations. So like when an organization is hacked or is compromised by these guys, like they have call centers. Mm. So and I mean, it's it's all very very um, civilized and and pedestrian. Um, I mean, you're not dealing with. You know, guys who can't string two sentences together. It's all done on, you know, uh, online chat and very civilized. 